the CEO Diaries, powered by Harper Ellis Hairco. What's up, everyone? I'm so excited to be here. If you're watching the video, you can already see that I have a really, 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 really special guest on today. Um, it's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um, but if you're just listening, you can't see her. And I have Aubrey. Hi, guys. Hello. Aubrey Stewart, which is... She, it's hard for me sometimes to say her title because she does so many things within the Harper Ellis company, but she's our marketing strategist. She strategizes all of our social media. Um, she's a genius. Oh. I truly, you know, that I think that about you anyway. Um, it's not a surprise, but honestly, Aubrey's just kind of, how long have you been here? Or how long have you been? It'll be two years in September, so like 18 months. Okay. So that's crazy. I know. <laughs> First of all. Um, because I feel like it's been 30 years, but I also feel like it's been like, you know, a short amount of time. Yes. But anyway, so Aubrey came on in a time, first of all, you guys are gonna love this episode because it's gonna be extremely educational, extremely educational, because we're gonna dive into like branding, marketing, hiring agencies for this. Um, this episode is gonna be mainly educational with like a small degree of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> because we have so many stories that you guys are gonna be like I cannot believe what I'm listening to it's they're so crazy that you're probably gonna be like are they even telling the truth it's kind of a roast episode by accident it's a little bit of a on roast. ourselves too I yeah think. yeah and we're not roasting anyone in particular no. I'll go into like that in just a second but like it's it have it's kind of is a roast episode because we have been through so much and there's been so many stories that, and like I said, you're gonna be like, are you even telling the truth because they are so crazy? <laughs> Just know that I would never come on a public platform and lie, I, I can't do that. But we have so many stories that we sometimes tell weekly outside in our office because they're so funny and so entertaining and then also just like ridiculous. And so, little backstory, we have, over the years, I have worked with so many marketing, PR agencies, social media agencies. Um, this is not about anyone in particular. Well, of course it is, it's experiences, right. but um, not gonna share any names. It doesn't matter if you can put, connect the dots, good for you. If you can't, cool, just take our experiences, learn from them because they are super valuable. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna like actually dive into things that you need to look for right. because especially in the stylist world, so many stylists reach out to me all the time and are like, hey, I'm, I want to hire someone because they've seen that we have done that in the past. Um, you know, do you recommend so-and-so or do you think I should do so, or, you know, do this and or how should I go about it? And here's the thing. If you're not in the marketing world already and you don't have someone like Aubrey that's on your side, um, because I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. I think in this, in the marketing world is actually as a CEO of a business is where I've messed up the most. I've messed up so much in the marketing world, meaning like, Hiring people, I've spent, you guys, an embarrassing, I don't even know, the number's probably gonna come out in this episode because we're, we're gonna get heated and we're gonna talk about a lot of crazy things. But I have spent a crazy amount of money on, with marketing agencies and like hiring them to do things. And I've just really, I've messed up. And here's the thing, I've messed up because I didn't know better right. on a lot of things. And there was a lot of jobs that I hired other people for that claimed to be good at their job. And I hired them because I wasn't good at that job, so I didn't know that the job was not done correctly. So anyway, you guys wanna hear from Aubrey, not me. 
because <laughs> she has so many educational and smart things to say that I want you guys to hear. Um, this this episode is going to be great for the, any CEO, the hairdressing world, anybody that runs a business that's like, how do we market this to the the max, 100%? How do we how do we do this the best? We're going to give you some really 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 valuable advice. Also, things that you should look out for. Red flags. Insane amount of red flags. We're probably going to do more than that than probably tell you good, but maybe we'll have another episode because um, there's so many things that we can say about this this subject right and um so yeah let's dive in it's not about anyone in particular maybe it is maybe it's not we're just chat. we're just chatting so yeah so anyways there's that there's no lawsuit to be had after this <laughs> okay let's dive in cool first i mentioned what aubrey does if you are come to any of our education if you have been educated by harper ellis at all you've met aubrey um, especially in the last two years mm -hmm. and um, her knowledge if you've met her her knowledge blows your mind it blows my mind every day mm -hmm. she's just like by nature you were you born this way <laughs> I think so I just become obsessed with things I'm interested yeah. in yeah yeah and I you're just it. like she's just a great marketer and here's the thing not everyone that's good at social media is a marketer mm -hmm. totally different things those are two different things they're both valuable yeah but kind of well, I just feel like in this day and time, so let me tell you what we mean. Social media and marketing, the reason why they're different is because we feel like social, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. social media people are good at making things pretty. Right. That's it. Marketing people put dollars in your bank account. It's the strategy behind it. It's the strategy behind marketing. They're going to actually sell things and project your personal brand in a way that makes money. Because that's why we're all here to do. Right. So, why I just said that I don't think that the pretty part of social media is important anymore. Because it's not. It's not nearly as important. No one gives a damn about your pretty photo. Right. Well, and it's so easy to create pretty content now. Like, that's yeah. not the hard part. They have all that's these, the easy part. Right. They have all these apps. You can Anyone can hire a photographer and take a pretty photo. Right. Stage it. Filter it enough. Filter it enough. Yeah. I do like a filter sometimes though. They're great. <laughs> but that's not what's making you money. Right. Right. So let's just dive in. Okay. Let, let's just stop wasting time. Nobody wants to hear our bull crap. Okay. I have a note on this. Yeah. And you do too. Yes. Because we have so many things to talk about and I, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm bending over. <laughs> We're like, this is my comfy position. position. <laughs> I am being pretty and, and presentable out the window. Here I am. All right. Backstory. Yeah. You came on with Harpearl's Hair Co. We're using Harpearl's Hair Co. as an example. Mm -hmm. You guys now have multiple businesses. I've hired multiple agencies. We've already said that for a bunch of different. Anyway, Harpearl's Hair Co. You came on 18 months ago, and I was at that time working um, with other agencies for our company. I was hiring them for, you know, posting our social media content mm -hmm. and help me on what. It they was were hard for copywriting, um, so like account management, mild account management, like engagement. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they called it, growth, perhaps like acquisition. Is that what they called some of their work? I say this. Are you talking about what they were hired for, or what they actually did? <laughs> hired for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're bitter. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. Within, you know. At this time, when you came on with our company, I had never, 
I've actually never told you this. Oh my God, I'm scared. I had never seen an analytic from my social media accounts. I need a minute. What? Why have I not said this out loud I don't to you? know. You're getting my real reaction. I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is news. I just don't, and like, as much as we've talked about this. Um, I, here's the thing. I know I what this agency, like what they said to you, how much you paid them, like what they told you they were doing. And the fact that you were never served an analytic never. is highway robbery. Never. They were just bamboozling you. Bamboozling. <laughs> I was I never saw an analytic and I actually didn't even know the importance of analytics mm -hmm. before you came along yeah. I mean I knew and I would glance at them so I knew how to look at them I had a business you know my accounts for business accounts I would like glance at them but look at like the things that how many followers I gained or you know but like since you came along I actually know how to read them now right, yeah look at them because you teach all of our um, Harper Ellis attendees how to do that inside of our classes and so yeah, I've never, I never saw an analytic. So anyway, back to the story. I know that was a shocker. So not a shocker though. Um, <laughs> you came on and I didn't train you for your job. Not really. Because I, did, I didn't know how. Yeah. I'd hired other agencies to do these jobs and they were doing them. And so when she came on, I was just like, you know, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. And I think all I've really told you, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. was just like, I need someone that can um, actually share my voice yes. to the world. Like, that's all I know how to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. But it, other than, like, help me create great content. But, like, I want you to get to know me and my voice because I don't want someone else running my accounts. That isn't actually what I say from my heart because this mm -hmm. business is, is my heart right. and it's our heart now. But, like you know, the business came from my brain and my heart and what I wanted to build it as. And so I wanted it communicated that way. Right. Just putting that out there so you guys know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. But when you came on, that's all I really did. And I was just like, all right, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. Right. I remember like sitting at my laptop and I was like, where do I begin? Because yeah. like you told me what you wanted. And I remember you're like, I think I might need to rebrand. Mm -hmm. I was like, great. I love a rebrand, but I didn't know you. you were a stranger to me at that point. I'm like, this is my second day working. And so like, we're talking about your brand. Nice to meet you here. Share, share <laughs> me share with my the life. <laughs> right. And I like, I just remember you said this picture and I remember the picture. I'm going to say what it was. You were standing in front of like a luxury vehicle on like, you're like, this is going live today. This isn't my car. I was Ew. just told to stay in front of this car, and I hate that this picture is going live on my page. It was my dream car, but it wasn't even my car. It wasn't car. yours. Like, yeah. It was icky. Yeah. And that's like, looking back, I think that's a good way we can describe it. It felt really icky. And like, how do we, It where's your voice in it? And I feel like yeah. both like Harper Ellis and the Tara Harville brands, like their voices were so like sugar-coated. Yeah. That it was just, I call it fluffy. It was very fluffy. Yeah. Um, and to me, like, and maybe some of you guys, especially if you're listening to this and you're like trying to figure out what your voice is on social media, maybe you're attracted to fluffy. And when we mean by fluffy, we mean like, Hey babe. Oh my gosh. Have you read my blog today? I'm just reading it in this voice. I don't even know. You could read it in a totally different voice. But <laughs> that's how I read it. That's how I read it. When I'm like, when it's like, Hey babe, uh, uh, give me some examples. Just so obsessed with this amazing, gorgeous, flawless, yeah, whatever. Right. It's just still in the blank because it's all the same. Yeah. And you guys know that if you've 
talk to me or if you've heard me even speak, I am, that is not me. No, not at all. Like, I'm never a, hey girl, how's it go? I mean, if you guys are like that, awesome. I don't hate you for it. I'm just saying like me, I'm just, I'm very like straightforward to the point. I'm just not very fluffy. Like you speak in periods, not exclamation points. <laughs> speak in periods. You know, like yes. that's the kind of, the, yeah. you know, we yeah. really use exclamation points on your page it's a because good, of that. That's a good way to put it. I speak in periods. Uh. Mm. Um, so yeah, so you came on and then I was, I was still working with another agency at this time. Yes. And that I was really intimidating by the way. Oh, I can't imagine. Like it was very intimidating. Yeah. Cause you're probably like, why'd you hire me? Literally. Now you, now you know why. You <laughs> yeah. Hired. Yeah. Now, now you know, because I hire, I, okay. I got to this point, you guys, that I knew that my marketing wasn't even close to the best that it could be. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't me. It wasn't my voice. It wasn't what I wanted communicated. And you're probably saying like, why didn't you just get on your own social media? It's more than that because yes, of course I could. And I did, I got on my stories. Um, but there's this thing called copywriting and here's the thing. I want you to fill them in on what exactly that is. Cause yeah. you're going to give a better definition than I am. Sure. But Copywriting is a person that, go ahead, just feel, just go ahead and say. So copywriting, it's like the strategy behind the words that you use. Um, you know, it's being intentional with your captions, with your website. It's more than just getting, like hopping on and throwing a caption on there. You are marketing, which we say this in class all the time, like you are choosing how you want to be perceived. Like you are making yourself or your business appear, seem like what you want people to believe about you. And so copywriting is the words behind that. It's like the word aspect of it. It's very strategic. Nothing is by accident. Like we just said, speak using periods over exclamation points. Like, but the normal person doesn't think about that. It's right. not the like it's not your job to. Right. And so if you're not a copywriter, if you have someone who's not like practiced in copywriting or has a strategic mindset whenever they're writing your content, you're going to end up with fluff. You're going to end up with wasted like space. You're going to lose people before they even finish two sentences. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's one of those things that you don't realize if you have it until you don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, because and you guys, especially you know, stylists or any CEOs or any anybody out there that was trying to build a brand on social media, if you're not a writer, I'm not a writer, and so. Let's use this as an example. If I was gonna communicate what I want you guys to know on social media, this is what I would say. Hey guys, honestly, if you don't attend a Harper Ellis education, if you don't come and learn from my extremely talented and genius group of team, you're a dumbass. Because <laughs> I mean that statement. Honestly, that's kind of, if you don't, you're really dumb because the value that we give you is something that you will not get anywhere else. Right. Apparently that's not communicated well on social media, if I put it like that. It's not. So. <laughs> Copy, that's what copywriting comes in to, to play, is well, you've got to have someone to communicate those words, but in better words that people are like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. I need to come learn from you guys because my life depends on it. My career depends on it. Right. So. And I think copywriting, like, even within copywriting, you've got different strategies of it. Like, there's literally a science behind the words that you use, starting the sentence with you, yeah. um, starting your sentence with a command, there's a psychology with it. Yeah. And it, it's hard, like, it's not an easy job. You have to learn, we're constantly 
taking classes, doing little um, like online certifications to make sure our copywriting is like on top yeah. of it. So yeah. spelling, spell, <laughs> editing, grammar. <laughs> so whatever we would, this one agency that we were working with one time, um, we would like get blogs back and, and even like one time we paid over 20, I think it was like 20 to $25,000 for our website to be built. And when we got it back, like our, like the, the paragraphs in there, the, the, any of the writing, the blogs that were there, uh, my like bio about myself, there were so many typos. It was like I wrote it like, because I am. It was I, like you voice texted it. <laughs> right. If you ever text me, I don't even like take the time to correct any typos. It's a second language. Kane's back there going, no, you don't. Because yeah. I'm just like, if I misspelled a word and you can't figure it out, that's your own fault. I don't have time <laughs> to cure that. So back to what we were talking about. Um, this, the website had so, and I just remember like, even I was able to pick out so many grammatical errors, run on sentences, like just hard to read things. And I'm not even someone that's qualified to proofread anything. Like you don't want me proofreading. I've said that before in another episode. <laughs> you don't want me proof. My team don't even. We don't send you stuff. My team don't proofread. even attempt to put anything on my desk or send me anything to my computer to proofread. Cause like, I'm like, looks good to me. I don't know. So yeah, 25 grand for a whole. And, but then like, what's so funny is I went back to this certain agency's own, their own website. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And actually I didn't, someone else in our circle did and their own website was full. It actually still is to this day, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> full of typos and misspelled words and grammatical errors. I mean, come on guys. So red flag number one, go look at, if you're hiring an agency, mm -hmm. go look at their own stuff, go look at their own. And I'm just speaking that from my experience. I know that you obviously would do that because you're wired that way. But like some of you guys are out there, especially in the stylist world, you guys are hiring these people to do your things and paying them your hard earned dollars mm -hmm. in their own platforms mm -hmm. in every way, shape or form is a dumpster fire right. for lack of better words. Let's talk about that. Like if you <laughs> want, yeah, dive in. I tell. Okay. I want you to tell them all. Tell them the juicy secrets behind Harper Ellis because we're an open book and I want people to know everything. I think, okay, I'm going to just like dive in, like kind of take a left turn here. The moment that I realized like this job was going to be so much more. I wish what? this was alcohol. <laughs> it's not alcohol, but I wish it was because she's about to tell y'all something that you're going to be like, you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I think the moment I realized like, oh my God. I have so much to do, like, and I don't even know where to begin, was when I realized that the agency that had been, like, building your account had been using bots. And if you've never dealt with bots, fake followers, fake, fake likes, followers, fake likes, you don't know how traumatic it is to fix it. And you asked me about it. Yeah, because I realized one day, I posted something, and I got an influx of likes immediately. And I'm like, you know, that's weird. And I love- I'm so popular. So popular <laughs> by <laughs> fake accounts. 
And I, it was like, I'm not kidding. I'm really popular in the Middle East. It was like Middle Eastern men. Like that's not our demographic. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, these are fake likes. And I thought, you know, used to especially, Instagram was bad about you'd get, like sometimes you'd just get hit with them, like a, like right. spam hit. Right. Well then, that night, I don't know if it was that evening, it was same with followers. There was like a thousand followers that were, that hit the account. And I was like, oh no. Just really popular in the Middle East. Like we're just like, our business in the Middle East is just booming. Booming. I'm just kidding. There was a bunch of fake followers. They were fake. Like you click on the different account. Different languages and. If you don't know how to spot a bot account, don't. it usually has like no, it's following a thousand accounts, maybe like 10 followers back. They're probably bots themselves. Um, might not, like whatever your native language is, it's probably not in that language. Um, Their profile pic will be like a flower. A flower or just like a man selfie or a really hot girl. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the bikini shot. Bikini shot. And if there, if there are any posts on their page, they're usually just like stock images. Yeah. Every account was like that. And I was gutted because if you don't know why, they're awful. These are like toxic waste for your social media account because Instagram recognizes it as spam. They think that you're trying to buy followers, which we're gonna circle back to that. And it really messes with your engagement, your organic reach and your paid reach because you're paying to reach these Bot accounts. I think we should charge people to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. This is like my charity project for the year. I guess. This is my charity project. <laughs> and so I'm like sitting here and like my job is organic. Like I don't really do at Casey's the ad guy. My job is for organic free reach. Like I'm trying to make the best content I can for free. Like not, not messing with ads. And so I see this and I'm like, Oh my God. This is a nightmare for me because then I start looking at the pages. Like I, I'm looking at the people who have been liking our posts and I'm like, this is like a month in. So I, you know, I'm not as familiar. I don't know the normal cause I don't even have all the account like information yet at this yeah. point. But hold on, pause, backstory. Cause I don't know if you fully remember when you first got here, they weren't, it wasn't happening. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. And all of a sudden it yes, started happening. Yes, and it happening. ramped back up. It ramped yeah. up. So backstory, she came to me when it did happen because yes. it wasn't happening. It actually had been kind of turned off for like several months. And um, so I totally like disregard. I actually thought I wasn't even paying for it anymore. That's another agency shady thing within the invoice. It doesn't matter. But um, I, thought, I kind of wrote it off and was like, all right, Honestly, didn't even think about it, to be honest. But so she's like, "Whoa!" What I remember is happening? I walked into the salon that morning. Yeah, and I was like, "Terry, I need to talk to you about something." Because I was scared. I was like, "I didn't know if you knew." Yeah. And I didn't know if you were supportive, and you'd be like, "Shut up, bitch!" Mm -hmm. Like, I want this is my dirty secret. This be quiet. is the, I want that, and I was I was so scared to say yeah. something. So I was just like, "Yeah, it probably is," and I told her the backstory, which I'll tell you guys too. Mm -hmm. When I went to the agency that I was working with at the time, and I was like, "Oh." I, and you guys know, if you're trying to grow a brand on, on plat any platform, but Instagram especially, like gaining one follower is like a, it's harder. I mean, I could run to China and back faster than I would gain one follower. Right. 
So it's just really, really hard to do. And so I remember having this conversation with the owner of this one agency. And I was just like, you know, it sucks. Like I work so hard, I'm posting every day. I'm, you know, I know now because now our account grows. It's, oh, it's growing like crazy. Yeah, now our, all of our accounts grow, grow like insane amounts. And the analytics are great, the engagement's great. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, at this time, I was going to the owner of this agency. Professional. The person that claims to be a marketing expert mm -hmm. and said, yo, I am not growing. Like what, you know, it was so upsetting to me. And the owner of this, of this company mm -hmm. was like, well, there is the company that, um, you know, it's real life, it's real people, it's real followers. Mm -hmm. um, we can just pay them a few hundred. It's basically someone behind the computer that helps you get more interaction. That that was the explanation. Like an engagement boost. Yeah. It was like an engagement boost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, allegedly. Yeah. That was, that was the description I got. I got the price that I was paying per month and my lack of knowledge. I was like, Oh, I mean, sounds good. Um, this owner was like, you know, I use it myself on my own accounts. Um, they still do. Um, and um, and you know the the agency themselves were they got great I mean my gosh they'd get you they post and like within like a couple of hours they would get like six hundred likes mm -hmm. of real people yeah of all these real people and you know they're so famous and um and so I was just like yeah so I mean sounds good and so you immediately like I could see the freak out on your face and I'm not trying to play dumb you guys. Did I question when she, when did I question when this person was like, "Hey, this is this is my problem-solving solution for you at your problem." Was to literally go and hire a a person in I don't know where to have access to my Instagram account, which holy moly, I would die. Could you imagine? You would have to drag me away kicking you this one won't even she changes our passwords like every day because she's like uh-uh we've like, got a trillion verification like yeah like if we get hacked it will be instagram by the cia <laughs> like the cia hacked us yeah. anyway yeah. so like that was the solution when i contacted this person that claimed to be an expert about not growing my accounts and why my accounts aren't growing mm -hmm. that was their solution they gave me and I'm not trying to sit here and because if you were listening to me right now, I'd be like, yeah, right, Tara. You didn't know. Like, yes, I after I looked at who was engaging mm -hmm. with us. Yes. Yes. I absolutely was just like, eh, this is not right. Mm -hmm. um, so then I actually went back for another conversation of saying uh, the people that are engaging with me, you said they're real accounts are not like they are people that don't even speak our language and, you know, all these things. And the, the person responded to me and said, well, you know what? I do think it's important that you have that vanity factor on your, what, on your accounts, meaning like, you know, over 10 K followers mm -hmm. and 600 likes on a post and all these other things. So I think it's more important that you utilize this right now while we still grow your account. That gives me like chills yeah, in a bad way. And so then I get Aubrey, who is the most genuine, like, and here's the thing. It's not, it's not about you being genuine. It is, you are, but like you want to do things the right way, but it doesn't have anything to do with you wanting to be all holy mighty. Oh my gosh. I want to do everything, 
you know, the hard way. No. It has everything to do with you were caring about what dollars were going into my bank account. Because that's what you were supposed to be caring about. Right. I mean, if you succeed, I succeed. So you didn't care. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, you had this conversation with me of going, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta solve this. I gotta cure this. Because you might as well not post anything on social media because every every person that's seeing your stuff right now will never buy from you. Mm-hmm. Will never do business with you. I'm getting heated. Mm-hmm. And it's cold in here and I'm, I'm starting to sweat. That's you. And, and then here's the thing. The owner of this agency was like, now, just so you know, don't ever say anything to any of my employees. What? That we had this thing going on. What? I'm okay. Not, I wish I was making that. it up. I'm actually not. Did you, what did you say? And I was just like, okay. And I was like, the response at that point was, it's just not any of their business. And I was like, okay, awesome. The people who are running my account. So anyways, I'll let you speak again, but (laughs) you were like, I have to cure this. Right. Because I was realizing it was damaging our reach so much. We were essentially shadow banned. Like Instagram was not showing our account to people. We were in, just to give you some number, like some I don't know, context. At that time, I don't think we're at 30K yet. I think we were in like the high 20s. And our stories were reaching max. Eight people. Max 10 people. That is not an exaggeration. Our story views were our less story than 10 people. views. And I, before, like just to back up a little bit, before I realized that there were bots involved, it was, it actually, they weren't engaging. Like this was the, the beginning for the first like month or so whenever there weren't any bots anywhere to be seen. Yeah. And I was freaking out. Cause I'm like, why are these, like, why are our story reach? Like, why is it so low? And I'm looking and I like, I'm doing my research. And one of the reasons that the internet was saying is whenever Instagram thinks that people are being like spammy, or buying followers or engaging with bots, all these things that had been going on that I didn't realize, that you didn't realize. I know. Like that was that was the number one cause of it. And I it was like a gut punch to me because it was so hard to bounce back from. Well, and to like to say this behind the scenes, like it's a gut punch to think that you're spending forty hours a week yes. strategizing. Yes marketing and content for a company and no one sees it no one's no one was seeing it and it was so discouraging and i was and i truly like i was to a point where i was like will this account ever be able to bounce back because i was scared that the following was built on fake followers Mm -hmm. i was literally scared to look Mm -hmm. like how many of these people are actually stylists like people interested in our hair any anything so that was like the hardest part for me is like am i at who am i actually talking to yeah and so i reached out had this service canceled immediately Mm -hmm. and we spent probably i know i did for sure i would lay in bed at night Mm -hmm. that's just what my activity was i would just like delete Mm -hmm. delete 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 and it took us months to actually like get all of them off thankfully at one point like probably two or three months after we had this like come to jesus moment um it was honestly like a huge but it kind of freaked you out at first but we lost like 5k overnight yeah do you remember that yeah and you were like um did you notice and i was like yes it's a good thing (laughs) 
Like I think every like that's what we need yeah. because we had stopped paying for the followers and so they fell off. And it, for me, it was like a holy day. Yeah. Like it's in my analytics. Yeah. Is like so to preface, none yeah. of our accounts have any oh, no. sort of oh my god anything on there. And if we see one, I, like it's removed. Like if I if we get followed or a message, it's blocked. Like the block list, I might get get away from me. Yeah, I actually looked at our block list the other day to make sure there were people on there that needed to be on there. And it is really long. I yeah. was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I hate a fake account. Like, don't bring that toxicity. Yeah. There's a thing, you know, I think I mentioned it earlier. To this day, this um, one agency, mm -hmm. all, of, all of their accounts mm -hmm. have all fake followers mm -hmm. and it's all fake likes. Like, if you oh click God. on the like button and see, like, who liked their photos, um, there's, like, 10, less than 10 people of like actual real people and um, most of them are our customers. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then past that, it's just um, spam accounts. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, all I'm trying to say is like, do your research. That's, that's a huge red flag. Like if you're like, I'm looking to grow my account. Hey, and if you're looking for someone that will buy a bunch of bots and stuff for your account, reach out. I would recommend this company to you all day long. <laughs> they did a great job. They did a great job at that service, yeah. you know? I mean, let's be honest. So there's that. But did you know, not to like before we change the subject, did you know that people will like if you like if they're trying to sabotage an account, they'll buy bots and send them to that account. I probably believe that because I feel like this company has tried to sabotage me more than once. Yeah. They, st they still do to this day. Yeah. Just thought that was a funny thing. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, red flag number one. Go check them. Go check their own accounts out. I mean, yeah. it's it's lazy. Like at the end of the day, like the bots grow. Like this agency, it was a very self-serving choice. Yeah. To recommend that service to you. Yeah. Because most people, I mean, it's a vanity metric. The followers, it's a natural thing to look at. And somewhat, sometimes that's more important to people. That yes. they have 650 likes, 35,000 followers. Sure. That's more important to them than actually having clients or customers or fans on their account. That are like converting. And hey, if that's what you're about, by all means, however, off. I'm in the business of trying to make money these days. I'm trying to make a living. I'm just trying to pay my bills. Unfortunately, the bots aren't buying from me, so they gotta go. Right. Just where I'm at. Yeah. It's just lazy. But then, you know, I do feel like, and this kind of brings to our next point, it was, I think, looking back of, you know, this certain company that, you know, claimed to be these marketing experts, mm -hmm. there were no strategy mm -hmm. in what we were posting on our pages. Like, they were just, like, making up posts, finding pretty photos, mm -hmm. writing some copyright that was fluffy and annoying. Mm -hmm. um, looking back at the time, I thought it was great because I didn't know any better. And so I think the lack, like them knowing that they had no strategy in what our marketing even was, mm -hmm. that was their answer to that because they knew that we weren't going to get any, we weren't going to grow. We weren't going to get any engagement because what we were posting was not quality content. Right. High value content. Yeah. But like then, but it. then it's not looking back and you guys, I'm, I'm speaking from a time, like I've, I'm live in this marketing world. Like, honestly, we have an operation here. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. yeah. we have a well 
oiled marketing machine here in Harper Ellis Airco. Um, you know, with Aubrey, we have Casey, who is our CMO. We have Autumn, who is just amazing at anything that she touches. Mm -hmm. And so we have a well, and then me, of course, I'm a great marketer. I'm just kidding. You are, you really are. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a salesman at heart, meaning like it's easy for me to sell what I really believe in and what I really think is great for people. And so that's only that's why. 50% of marketing. Well, yeah, sales. but I feel like I bring some value with that, but you guys, you guys put it into action for me. And so I can't take any credit for that, but um, we just have a well machine here. And so now I live in, I live in this world where our marketing does so well. It work, meaning that it works. It converts to dollars right. because that's what we all want. We none of us are out there busting our ass, making this content. You guys, I spend so many hours per month creating content. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't convert to dollars, mm -hmm. also I spend so much money creating content. That's right. another thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have Kane, he's sitting behind the camera right now. He's on a monthly retainer with us. That equals like a crazy awesome salary. I have multiple people that make up my, I'm, I spend a lot of money to create content because I want it to convert to dollars. Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling you guys this because it's an investment. Mm -hmm. It's an investment, but when it's not converting to dollars, it's a waste, waste. of money. There's, yeah. But then not only that, you know, with this one marketing company that I was working with at one time, <laughs> they would then every quarter at least charge me an extra $15,000 plus some and more, depending on where we were going or what we were doing for a photo shoot, for photo shoots. Mm -hmm. For content, right? That was supposed to convert to dollars, right? I did a lot of standing in front of Louis Vuitton books, taking photos. I remember, I was like, I feel like we had a conversation about like, I get your brand is luxury, but why are you including other companies in every shoot? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, why are you holding? I didn't know better. You I didn't. Mean, you were being told that's what you needed to do. Yeah, and so. And there are a time and a place for a pretty photo shoot. Absolutely. Like there is a time and a place. You love that. Yes, yes. Like there's a, and people want to see that sometimes. You but need like, it. How annoyed would you get if you saw someone posting a pretty photo of them every day? I'm like, bitch, we get it. Like, <laughs> good job. You posed in front of a photo. Now tell me something valuable. Right. So, yeah. So I would go, and if not, I would say quarterly, but I would say sometimes even more than that. I would go and pay, you know, $15,000 or more. I have paid up to 35 grand for photo shoots before. Yeah, you guys pick your job off the floor. Yes, I have. Um, and they weren't converting to dollars. Well, found out later because I had other clients that also worked with this one company that they weren't getting charged that, but that's another conversation for right. another day. But yeah, 15 grand for me, just for being me. Um, mm. <laughs> None of it converted to dollars. So what, I, what value I'm trying to get you right now, go to this company and go, how are you gonna make me more money? Mm -hmm. Show me the strategy. And if they can't answer that question, jump ship immediately. Right, I think like that's some of my biggest advice. If you were trying to figure out if like this agency or this freelancer, anyone in the creative space, like marketing wise, is a good fit for you, or if they like walk the walk when they talk the talk, Ask them your strategy. Like if they if they present you with an idea, literally all you have to say is, so like, what's the strategy behind this? Like, why do you want to do this? And if they can answer that for you, that's a green flag. Absolutely. But if they 
can't <laughs> that's a red flag and i feel like that's it came to a point where you and i had some really honest conversations of um like this other agency that's helping us is actually causing us way more work because i'm having to like go behind and clean up after them do you know why they're doing xyz do you know why they're delivering us this do you know why they think this content is what we need to be producing and it was like crickets and like i never have an answer yeah like you didn't have an answer because you the thing is you trusted them because you had been you're paying premium dollar oh premium boutique pricing like top of line pricing yeah. i'll just tell you guys i had one company that i spent within the amount of a year and a half. Mm -hmm. You could say two years if I'm being generous. Generous. Over half a million dollars. Over half a million of my dollars were paid to this company for their services within that short amount of time. And I feel like my job during that time was to just like change what they gave us. Clean it up. Clean it up. It was a but then I was still in this like even whenever you came on I was still in this like well I've been you know, this is what I've been doing for so long. Mm -hmm. I didn't, it was, just, I was, I needed, I needed therapy. There were a lot of like traumatic things. Toxic. I was very um, emotionally invested in this company. That was not an accident. No. And, and here's the thing, looking back and what's going to be so crazy is I know that there are listeners that are, are falling victim to this now whether you're no matter what company you're working with yeah keep in mind i'm not talking about any certain company this is multiple companies we're talking about right. things that have happened mm -hmm. don't become friends mm -hmm. yeah with people that you hire mm -hmm. and i can't tell you that enough that's the stupidest thing as a business person as someone who's trying to build your business you do not become business or best friends for sure best friends friends at all with someone that you self-contract out. No, and I feel like if they are trying to take your relationship to that level, run. Run. Because to me, mm -hmm. like as someone who is free, like I freelanced before you hired me. Right. Never would I have wanted that kind of relationship with a client. No. That takes it to a really awkward level. Yeah. And I feel like it gets, um, it's like an entanglement like you you feel like you can't say certain things i feel like especially at, so when i started i remember sitting down with you and you were explaining you know giving me the whatever and i said tara are you guys like are you close with this specific agency and you were like yeah we've worked together a while and i guess i would consider them friendly with me and I was like, okay. And you're like, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they don't have my best interest. And so sometimes it gets a little bit tense. Yeah. And because something about Tara is if you've never worked with her is she's not afraid of confrontation. Like she'll say it how it is. If she has a problem, which is something I think the team loves, I never have to worry how you feel about me. Yeah. I know you're going to be honest if you're X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so I feel like, like taking a step back, I feel like this agency, like stepping in as this like friend position was a way to try and keep you from questioning them. 
-hmm. trust me we're friends I've got your back I've got your best interests 100 percent when you succeed I succeed Mm -hmm. I mean yeah I guess yeah I love yeah (laughs) yeah but in like well and here's the thing I something that I just actually learned about not long ago is love bombing yes that this like was such a love bombing situation i did you got if you're listening you're like what's love bombing so this is a it's an act of narcissism actually <laughs> just Text to be out. honest Text out. um <laughs> and it is a way that people so you know use an ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend usually it's like a love interest usually it's a love interest but you could use a boyfriend or any, any kind of relationship for example so if they're trying to manipulate you to do the things that they want you to do, they'll 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 love bomb you. So basically, they'll they'll build you up of like, oh, you're so amazing. They'll even maybe do like things for you, gifts. Yeah, g- lots of gifts, yes. like like just extras. Uh, yes, like gifts, or it could be even be like um, services. Mm-hmm. So it could Absolutely. even be like, oh this is what I'm doing for your business. Um, I'm going to actually introduce you to this other person. Mm -hmm. But what you don't know is behind the scenes, that other person they introduced you to that also benefited them. Mm -hmm. Um, But they would present it as if like, this is a gift for you and I'm doing this for you. Because I believe in you. Yeah, because I believe in you. Or um, just love bombing. You guys know. Just like building you up, but they have a another motive behind what they're saying or doing for you and or giving like to you a way to build trust and control quickly yeah. yes and so just to kind of clarify whenever you asked me about the relationship with this one company that we're working with i was just like yeah because we'd been kind of working together for so long and so i was in this position where you know i'd felt like we were friends and here's what's the thing like you guys know, like, I'm sort of this. I do pick up on people mm-hmm. a lot, like, I feel like. But I also, um, sometimes that is, like, blinded by me wanting to see the best in people. Yes, I, very much. I really have a hard time. Even That's with employees. That's with um, people in my life, friends. Like, a lot of times I'm so blinded by their true characteristics because I want to see the best in anyone. And I'm not just trying to say that to you guys for you to be like, oh, yeah, okay, Tara. Uh, good for you but like I really do it's a problem I'm not saying it's a good thing it's a, <laughs> it's been a problem it's a freaking problem I really wanted to say fucking but it's a fucking problem <laughs> that I cannot see that people have bad intentions um because I'm trying to see the good in them it's just a, I wish I could lose that like just Tara they suck move on and so anyway I so I got to this place of of like you know I would call and say hey, you know, this job isn't done right, or sometimes the job wasn't done at all. Um, And I'm paying this premium price, like, what's up? And the owner of this company would, like, blame it on her employees. Like, no responsibility for themselves. Never. And it was always like, oh, my gosh, well, that that certain employee that has that certain job, she's in the hospital. I'm not kidding. No, that was what her mom's in the hospital. That happened one time? Yes. Yes. Her mom's the hospital gave me this insane story, yes. and then I went to that employee's like personal Instagram and saw that they were just like uh, on vacation or something. Like I don't even that may have not been where they were, but like they were not in any sort of trauma. They were it was a lie. The story was not true. But this person wanted to make sure that the blame was on someone else versus herself. And here's the thing, you guys, I don't care if it really is some of my employees in any of my companies, whether it's my stylist at my salon or if it's. If they mess up, that means I messed up. Like I, it's not their fault. 
I'm I messed up because I'm the head. I chose this crazy position that I have, and so when they mess up, I mess up, and so meaning that it's my fault. It's not their fault. They're human. It's my fault, and so it was so frustrating to always get that answer of like, oh, you know, it's my it's my employee's fault, or sometimes I would even get like weird things that would say like, oh, it was so and so's fault, and I'm actually about to fire them. <laughs> yeah, like that happened all the time. All I'm like, poor so and so, like they didn't possibly lose their job. They don't even know. Side note, <laughs> turnover rate. Oh my gosh, yeah. If you're looking for a company to hire, um, check out like their. And I think it's an okay. I think no question is off limits. If you're looking to hire a company to serve your business, you guys take it back a notch. Serve your business, your business that provides for your family. Mm-hmm that pays for your living, feeds your children, provides for, you know, looking in this building, seven other people. Right. No question is off limits and they should be able to answer it every single time. And you can ask it in a, a really not, like respectful way. Absolutely. Like, tell me about your team. Right. How long, tell me how established is your team? How, established, how, how long has your team been there? One particular company that we worked with at one time, they had this like turnover rate. It was constantly like, she would always like say that she was gonna fire someone. They would quit and you know, now looking back, it was a representation of like them figuring them figuring out the situation faster than I was. Um, but the turnover rate was insane. And so, you know, the problem with that is, you know, you get these people that are working on your accounts mm-hmm. and this is again, your business, your hard earned money, your everything, this is how you operate and every two weeks you've got someone new that's like supposed to voice be the professional yeah and and voice your marketing and voice what you're trying to tell your audience and and that's a big job i mean something i want you guys to know that whenever you do hire someone for marketing whether it's in-house like aubrey is or you hire an agency you guys it's going to take you a minute to get on the same page it's not a job that someone is trained to do that they walk in one day and they change your life it does take a minute there's like growing pains there you you caught on extremely quickly but you're first of all aubrey's off limits don't even reach out (laughs) um second of all um you did catch on very quickly but it's not normal that people catch on and know your voice it's a learning process you've got to and i think that was also why you know one of those companies i just didn't want to get rid of i'd been with them for so long right that i it was hard for me to let go because i'm like god i've invested so much time in fucking money so much money like my dollars were in this hole and it was an empty bottomless hole pit basically and i was just like it was sad for me to like let that go of like god i've invested all this time and money and i'm just gonna just like poof they're gone that was a that was a i had to i had to figure that part out and i had to be like okay there's an issue there and it's not me it's obviously the leadership inside of that company is not there and so it wasn't going to work. It was never going to work because it never changed. Over the course of the same years that I worked with this particular company, it was the same situation over, over and over and over. And you even communicated that with this company. Like yeah. I remember one, like it was so frustrating. We had like a team, we would get on our server, I guess you could call it, that we communicated with this company with. And you could see the people who were on your team, like yeah. your collaboration. And it was every month a totally new like team that would help us. And I feel like we had a conversation one day where it was like, my God, I feel like we are having to have the same conversation over and over because it's a new person on our account. Yeah. 
So I have to tell them like the verbiage that is off limits, things that we are allowed to say, things that we want them to say, yeah. things that they should not say. All while paying extreme premium prices. It's like I was retraining staff every month and I remember you called this company up and you were like, we are really frustrated. I was like, what's going on? You keep pissing your people off or right. like you can't keep anybody. And I remember you saying like, this is a, do you not see this turnover rate as a problem? Because as someone that pays you, I see it as a problem. Yeah. So you need to fix it. And honestly, the response that you got was pretty humble for this person. It was like, I know, I know I have a problem. And you're like, okay, fix it. And I mean, it, to this day, it has not been fixed. I think this certain company knew that they weren't ever going to fix that problem because I found out after the fact they don't pay their people well. Not a livable salary. Not a, even a livable I, I was, salary. I was hor It was. I'm going to say it was almost half of what I was making mm -hmm. as someone brand new mm -hmm. to like walked into this company, didn't know my skill set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was making almost double what they yeah. were making. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think that's another, you know, that's something especially ethically that you care about. Um, and now like since learning all of this moving forward when I hire, you know, other companies and stuff for, to, I, that's like a question of mine. I'm like, how well have your employees taken care of? Right. Because, you know, if you keep raising my retainer, I want to know who's getting it. Are you, you know, going out and buying another designer purse or are you actually taking care of your people who right. are doing the work? Right. And so that part was important to me and because, and I'm only telling you guys that not necessarily for gossip reasons, no. but for reasons of it affected the work I was getting. Yes. And it affected the business. Right. My business took a hit because this business couldn't keep an employee. This business that marketed themselves as like experts, as top of the line, like you're paying premium prices because you're getting premium work. Right. And we're getting like a new account manager every month who's making literally minimum wage for something that you like need experience to do. Right. Like that's unethical. Right. So if you're out there and you're looking for a company to hire, like ask them, like how well, how long have your employees been? You don't have to ask what their employees make. No. That's not your business. No. But like, how long have your employees been there? And, and, and Retention then, says everything. Absolutely. Retention yes. tells you the story you need to know. Right. And so ask that question because, you know, if you're having to train someone and, and that's the thing, even usually the owner of that agency will train their team, mm -hmm. but that wasn't happening. Like they would just hire and be like, okay, Drop good luck. In. Have a yeah. good time. Um, ter let Tara eat you alive in your, in our online portal because you, I'm pissed off every month because people would get on there and talk about <laughs> selling soap when we're selling hair extensions because right. they didn't know my company. Yeah. Almost something like that happened one time. I'm not kidding. And so, you know, just have that conversation because if, if that company operates that way, that yours will not grow because what you hire is an extension of how your business operates. Absolutely. Every single time. I have a funny story that I remembered. Oh no. <laughs> Do you remember? Is this like, the entertainment part of the this podcast? This is an entertainment segment. Just a horrifying story. Like <laughs> your last podcast. Your last podcast. It's my podcast. Yeah. yeah. Your last I podcast. I own the Island Intellectual Property. Yeah. We had an agency that was helping you with that. Yeah. And you would have someone that would, it was actually kind of cool. Like you would get on, it was like a phone, almost like a three-way phone call situation and they would kind of orchestrate it, get it set up. And the normal person that ran that was bomb. We really liked this person. Yeah. Like the one employee that we really liked. Yeah. They were off this week 
And so there was someone new that we had never worked with. Like it was literally, you answered the phone expecting to talk to XYZ. I remember. Do you remember this story? It just clicked, I was like. And they're like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And you're like, who are you? <laughs> okay. Like, well, you know, I'm a new employee, XYZ. And you're friendly, like, okay, great. Are you ready? And they're like, I've actually never done this before. And didn't know how to and operate. And didn't know how to operate the, like the whole thing. They were producing it. The pr yeah, as the production side. And I remember you got off that call and you were like, that was, I was a shit show. This person that was on the other end try, trying to produce, their job was to produce this podcast, didn't know what they were doing. And I was telling her how. Like I was telling her that she had to start recording. Mm -hmm. um, Cause she was like, all right, you guys get started. And I was like, you have to. And my mic, that my guest could also, you have to press record. <laughs> before I could start. That was awful. <laughs> and so I was like humiliated because I had um, like a celebrity, well, not, not really a celebrity, but like a celebrity guest, like sort of inside of our industry on the other end. And it was just, it was just bad. Like I, I you know, that's embarrassing. That's and, so embarrassing. And then, and then I like, and here's the thing, this is where I have a problem is I have gray, so much grace. I need to, I need to lose that. Working on that in 2023. But I was like, well, it's all right. And then I got back, no longer got back to my guest and was like, or my desk, my desk and was like, wait a second, I pay mm -hmm. X amount of dollars. And that just happened. I could not believe it. Reached out, mm -hmm. uh, actually reached out to the owner of this company and was like, yo, just to let you know. And I'm pretty positive in that situation, she was like claiming to fire the person that did this. Like that was always the answer. God bless those employees. I know. Like she's like, they oh, need therapy. I will definitely. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, uh, I thought I wonder how to get fired. Just like it's your job. Stick someone on there next time that knows what the hell they're doing. Because I'm trying to get this job done. Anyway, right. it was just kind of a dumpster fire. It's all. It was always a dumpster fire. But um, so that particular company that did the podcast, um, you know, it was just I don't know. I just if you're gonna produce something like that with a company, just make sure that you're if you're paying that price that they know exactly mm -hmm. what they're doing because. Or don't pay those prices. Like, right. you know, if you want to, like, somebody wants to try something out, great, but don't, like, pay premium pricing and then they stick someone in there that doesn't know what they're doing. I don't know. That's just, you should know that, but that's just a friendly reminder. Like, so. this feels like a simple thing to say, but I'm going to say it. Establish your standard. Yeah. Establish what you expect from this person. Yeah. Have that very candid communication with them. Yeah. Because I feel like the gray space, going back to being, like, friendly being close with someone that you hire, you can get that gray space that's very much like, well, you never said that. You know, like yeah. the whole, well, that wasn't communicated with me. What? Yeah. It, it was. Definitely was communicated. Um, and, and some things shouldn't have to be communicated. And then there's the level of, you know. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, that should be a no-brainer. Right. Anyway. So. so with the next thing, like, just make sure they know, you know, what your strategy is as a, that should be a um, monthly conversation. And this is, mm -hmm. you know, I guess, a free class because this is a lot of what we teach inside of our classes. Kind of explain to them what you do inside of our monthly, like, and how, how many times do you reset strategy and how oh many God. times do you reevaluate strategy and what do you do to produce the strategy? Sure. Fill them in on that. Like, your analytics, going back to where we started. Analytics are everything. We do not make a decision with content, with copywriting, with campaigns that does not have some kind of strategy to back it up. 
And if we are trying something new, I communicate it mm -hmm. very much. Like I walk into Casey's office once a week and say, I don't know if this is going to work, but I want to try it. This is the analytics I'll be looking at to see that I will consider success. Like this is what I will measure the success with. Um, but nothing is ever just like, let's try it and just forget about it. You know, you can't just set it and forget it. So for me, you know, every month I look at our analytics. I look at our social analytics. I look at our high value content because there are different levels of content. You have to have a like very diverse mix if you want to have a good and like aesthetically pleasing social media presence. Mm -hmm. That is important. Mm -hmm. And like we build off that. We don't build off anything just just because of a hankering even our trends even the trendy like you know funny you know we like to do some funny stuff here. we do our meme dumps none of that is by accident none of that is just because just because it's funny just because it's cute just because i saw another hair company down the road doing it half the time we don't do the same things that other hair companies do we actually try, try to do not things to different. yes yeah and I the think that's too, like if you hire a company and they encourage you to like look Sounds at your like your competitors. Yeah. Um, I worked with one company once that just like, that's what they, they kept encouraging me like, okay, check out the competitors. Let's see what they're doing. Let's try to, and I'm like, and it, it consumed me first of all. Oh yeah. And then I noticed like my content started looking like someone else's. And so that's not what I want. No. I want to be me through and through because that's what is going to sell. And so, yeah, don't ever stay in your own lane. Look at trends. That's smart. But like yeah. stay in your own lane when it comes to Not every to trend is a, like one size fit, fits no. all. Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you should. Right. Um, and so going back to like content pivoting, I, every month I sit down, I map out what we want to do. You know, I start out with the non-negotiables. If we have a sale, if we have something we need to promote, I start out with that. But there are so many, we, we intentionally leave blank days throughout our months. Um, poor Autumn, I stomp into her office and I'm like, scratch it, don't post that, we're doing this instead. Like, you, which you have to do. Yeah. Um, I'm a firm believer and there's a, there's a line of organization where you have to be organized, you have to be planned out if you want to stay on top of it. I, God knows I love a content calendar. My life is held together by a content calendar. But at the same time of that, you can't, die by it yeah you have to be flexible and i think there's an ego lesson in that too because just because you think something's a good idea there have been times where i thought like you know this this post is going to be brilliant and then it comes to the week of and i'm like we're not even doing it like i've you know i've i've learned i you know i had an idea i had you know i reevaluated right and, and that's just part of it. Like that's with marketing. It's so right. fast paced, especially, especially in social media, it's so fast paced and your audience is so finicky. Right. <laughs> you, you know, you just have to pivot. So there's that balance of, yeah, you have to be organized, but also, yeah, you have to be prepared for your world to crumble and not post half of what you thought you were going to right. because you look at the strategy because it's like, God, if I talk about that one more time, like people are just never going to listen to me again. Right. Um, so it's just an interesting balance. But I think with previous social agencies in the past, we would get a month's worth of content dropped on our front doorstep. And you could tell that, which if you're in the marketing world, you might see TikToks that are like 
plan a month's worth of content in two hours using my strategy that shit makes me want to freak out there's no way like that is such an unpopular opinion of me like i've never heard anyone else like say like they hate that uh, surely someone else hates that out there i hate it you cannot tell me no that's how you build your strategy and it gives me the ick yeah and so that's what we would be delivered and i would just pick it apart every month mm -hmm. i would be so mad i would spend four hours a day just rewriting all of their copy. Well, and like to back that up, just for informational purposes, like I, that's actually when I really started to trust Aubrey and know that she was extremely good at her job because she wouldn't just, you wouldn't just be like, this sucks, have a good day. Like no. that wasn't, you would come to me with the, such educated problems, but then back it with a solution. Right. Reasons why you thought they were bad. Mm -hmm then brought me the solution of what you thought was better and why you thought was better. It wasn't that hard because you no. were working with no strategy. Right. And you could have brought me a little bit of strategy and I would have been like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so the bar was low. The bar was low, but you know, what I'm trying to say is like, it wasn't just that she had it out because we hired another company on the team. Honestly, like in some ways they could I was heartbroken if we lost them because I was like, Tara, I can't do this by myself. Right. Like physically I cannot. like you were tears very Tears were shed. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. Because, you know, it's a lot to um, strategize, build up. And at the time, you didn't have, um, you have Autumn now, which thank God for her. And it was so hard to find right. like, someone. Right. right. We interviewed and we put out, like, it was just, we, we her months. and I sat through so many interviews and months of hiring someone per, for, our, and we still do. Anytime we hire a person for any of our positions, it's so much thought, so such a process. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, especially for marketing, like, you have to be really careful and, and it's hard to know, but... Um, you know, you weren't just having it out for this company. No. You were actually bringing me very educated. And, and then not only that, when you would go to them to try to get things corrected, you would say, hey, like, you know, let's let's do this because uh, because this, I remember blatantly, you sometimes would have over like 20 posts within one calendar of content and go, this doesn't make sense. Why are we posting this? Right. Like, what does this do? Like, Tara is standing in front of a car that's not even hers that says, Hey babes, I thank you so much. What are we, what, hey babes, <laughs> yeah. come and work with me. Work your ass off and you'll have a car too. <laughs> Let's build billions. Yeah. Like it was just so, it's, it was icky a little, yeah, a lot. Um, and so anyway, what I'm I just wanted to stop you there to back you up of like, you weren't just having it out. Like you wanted to have this company. I wanted to have a team so bad. Yeah, and you <laughs> wanted to have a team because you needed help. Yes. Like, and, and here's the thing, Aubrey's never brought anything to me that was not reasonable. And, and so, especially in our marketing world. And so, um, you know, it was just very educated. And so that's when actually my trust started to really build with you. And that's when I knew like, that's when I started putting together the dots of like, oh, I've really messed up. And it and it made sense because my business reflected, my bank account reflected what was happening in my marketing world and all the drama per se and trauma, uh, mm -hmm. but it was reflecting that. And right. so now, like now that I live in this world of like, we communicate from the heart. Mm -hmm. Like I really feel like we do. Yes. Um, we, we tell people what we really want them to hear because it's valuable, not because, not not for any other reason other than we want to add value to people's lives, and that's what we put out there. And so now our business, I mean, this just this year, like 
even closing out 2022, we're already a quarter into 2023, but closing out 2022, I could not believe the numbers that we, you guys, Harper Ellis Haircut in particular is producing numbers that is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And it's from, it starts with marketing. It starts with everything. It starts down to the, the people that run my warehouse. It starts with every single person has a key part into that. But what I'm trying to say, I'm telling you guys that because if you're not growing and you're not, if you're not doing the things that you're wanting to accomplish, if you're not selling things, if your business is not growing, mm -hmm. that's the problem. And I feel like if you have a gut feeling about mm -hmm. something, like you're a business owner, this is your baby. Yeah. Like this has been your business before it was even a business. You've had a gut feeling for, you had a gut feeling oh, yeah. for a long time. Well, I had a gut feeling because there was a lot of things happening that, and this is another lesson and another red flag and another thing like write it down on, you know, if you're wanting to hire someone else, you know, they need to sign your contracts. Mm -hmm. You don't sign their contracts, mm -hmm. you can, but they need to sign your contracts because your business is on the line, mm -hmm. not their business. You're the one paying them. And that's the thing. I get real heated about that because people get that freaking twisted. Mm. Like when you are paying them, that's when they work for you. Mic drop. Yeah. It's as simple they, as that. They work for them. It's not the opposite. Mm -hmm. So in that case, they sign your contracts. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I messed up. I messed up with multiple... I messed up because I didn't have contracts in place at the time. I have now. Mm -hmm. At the time with NDAs. Right. Oh God. Like that could be an episode of itself. That that whole that whole trauma of working with other companies and it could yes, could definitely be. But now to this day, when I work with anyone outside of here, they sign my NDAs. And not because you have anything to hide, it's because why do you want your trade secrets that you spent time and money to develop. You don't want that out there. Um, past that, like, especially marketing companies, you guys, they need to sign a non-compete. Non-compete, put that on my grave. And a very specific non-compete because what was happening at this time <laughs> and when things started feeling a little rumbly in my stomach was one of our companies that we were working with, like, oh, there's so much I know, this is like, I'm getting sweaty thinking about this again. All of a sudden, this company was producing other companies that mirrored mine. Competing. Competing. Stealing. Everything. Stealing. <laughs> using our hair mm -hmm. in their photo their shoots. shoots. Yeah. That oh happened. my God. That literally happened multiple times. Multiple. Not even once, not twice, but multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, using our products and hair inside of other people's to build competing businesses. And here's the thing, you're like, well, why do you care about competitors? Are you kidding me? If you are like, I am community over competition and you don't care about competitors, that's not what that means, guys. Mm -hmm. Being community over competition does not mean that you're dumb enough to go and hire an agency that wants to build businesses just like yours, that mirror yours, that uses the same voice, uses the same photo set. The same freaking set. That's not community over competition. Same that, models. That's dumbass. If you allow that to happen, that's stupid. Yeah. And same models. Same mo that that cuts me deep. <laughs> and we're triggered. Side note, if you can't tell, very. <laughs> one of these agencies in particular wanted to be the face of this company. Somehow they were in our shoots frequently, and then would turn around and be in other shoots. So. Not Aubrey, 
<laughs> they would tag themselves yes. in every post that we made that they would publish. And one time we were working with a celebrity. They would tag themselves because they were running the insert, helping me run the Instagram account, and they were they would tag themselves in every single post mm -hmm. that was made on this celebrity. account. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I so I asked them like, why do you like what are you doing? This is not and first of all, if you have a marketing agency that wants to be the forefront, like how many how many companies, celebrities, I'm talking big companies, you guys, big companies, big celebrities, anything, how many of you guys know the marketing team or the people behind the brand? You should never. You should never know who, you should never, that should never even be a conversation for multiple reasons, we can get into that, maybe not, but that should never even be a thing. So I was, I asked the owner of this one agency, I'm like, why do you tag yourself and all, what are you doing? Like, it was a very much of like, I had no, I was not holding back at this moment. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you doing this? Right. And they were like, do you know what it was said? Y'all gonna laugh, cause this, why I didn't lose my shit, I have no idea. <laughs> cause this is the stupidest response I could have gotten. Mm -hmm. Um, I only do that because I want to be notified every time that that account posts. Turn your notifications. That's an option. Check it. Just uh, check it. You're, you're, the one you're being paid. It. You're being paid to run the account, and you're posting it. Check the gosh damn thing. How hard is that? Really hard to. This person thought that I believed what they were saying. That is an excuse. I didn't at the time. I think I was in person, like a face-to-face -face conversation when this conversation was going on, and so. And we were surrounded by a team of people. My team, we were actually in um, another town, like on a, tra a traveling work trip. And I, it wasn't the time and the place for me to absolutely lose my shit. But I just remember like, I had to walk out of the room because she wants to be notified. She wants to be tagged in this account that has 130,000 followers. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> if they are trying to gain clients. Yes from your, like, if they're trying to make money off of you mm -hmm. in any kind of way, get the hell out. Like, you cannot run faster. You need to find a fast car and you need to get the, get out of there. Yeah. Because if they are trying to capitalize, they're there to help you make money, not them make money. They, I feel like this company that we have cut ties with for a while, um, we still get, I, I, in my heart, believe oh. that they are still, pimping out our name. <laughs> I don't know how Aubrey, they, I get phone calls about them oh, pimping I, out our name. I see DMs that come through yes. asking. And so that, like the, and I, I started to be honest, just like, no, what? Here's the thing, and this might get edited out, like things do not end well. Oh no. On, like this, this agency, there was no friendly goodbye. It oh, was kind it, of a middle It was a thank you so away. much, fuck you, bye. Yeah. You actually suck as a human. Yeah. And I cannot believe that you're still in business. That, it was that in a bye. Yes. And so the fact that they're still using our name. Or to act like we're cool. We're not cool. This no. person knows that we're not cool. And that, like that speaks volumes. Like, if they're doing that now, who knows what they were doing back then. I'm going to make you even more mad. Do you remember the podcast email? <laughs> this is a funny. This is just like a roast. This is this whatever. is a, this is for this, entertainment, this is entertainment purpose chapter. Not really though. It's something to look out for. Look, if you're hiring an agency. Red flag. Please, like I cannot believe we didn't catch this earlier. Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, I think okay. it's funny. So, this is whenever we were really trying to build up the podcast. 
you're old. We're just hairdressers. Mm-hmm. Lover, great. Serder, purpose. The podcast. The yeah. podcast did. Um, so we were ready for like a new season and you were really wanting to get other like business owners in the beauty industry. And so you hired this agency to outreach. Outreach. It was part of the retainer, actually. Yes. I don't know if you know that. But they had not been doing it. It was already part of uh, the retainer that I was being charged for, but they actually didn't do the job until I was like, yo. It was one of those things that if you weren't on their ass about it, it wouldn't get done. No, absolutely not. Which, like, I don't have time for. That's, like, my biggest pet peeve. I don't have time for that. Do your job. So, anyway, so that was that. Yeah. And... I cannot remember if you were, I don't think you were looking for it specifically, but you were on this email account. No, someone called me. What? Multiple people called me and was like, because they outreach people that I knew. Yes, I remember this 100%. Because they outreach to people that I I knew sort of personally or like had like a professional relationship with and they're like, I just want to let you know. They're like, I'll get screenshots and. You got forwarded in screenshots. This agency on an email designed to outreach to be on our podcast. The bottom huge banner promoting this agency's podcast. And it was something like with their face on it. With with, like a photo of their the owner's face. With the owner's face. You want to be on my podcast? So this agency was piggybacking off of our emails, our research, to plug their own. I can't believe <laughs> but the but then I so I of course was like calling up like uh hello? Hello. Oh and I got oh I didn't even know that was there. I had no idea that was on there. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's scary in itself for that answer. If that is the answer, that's scary that you don't know that. That's if you're scary. lying, that's scary. If you're telling the truth, that's they scary. Both, 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 both are answers. Awful. What in the hell? Yeah. So, and, and like that was the theme. Because looking back, that's what kept happening over and over. I remember before I started working for you, you went on a trip, stayed at a beautiful hotel pay for this agency to come out with you for a shoot. While they were there on your dime, this agency hired a personal shoot at this hotel that you were paying for, for everyone to stay at, Mm -hmm. on your dime. So on Tara's dime of time and location, this company hires a personal shoot. But she was trying to build a clientele in that business, or in that city. Yeah, your clientele. She was. Also, after I paid for flight, hotel, to go on a work trip with this agency, I like what I brought them on for me was um, we were doing client outreach basically, um, and having like face-to-face one-on meetings with new uh, potential clients for Harper Ellis Herica, and um, she actually, okay, that person actually sort of lied to me about when they were leaving town because they stayed longer mm-hmm. and did like more work for other clients. On your dime, on, on my, your... On my dime, yeah. And so just, here's the thing, you have to be careful. You unfortunately, the valuable lesson is, and I know like we're telling you guys some telltale stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. and. 
and honestly because they're valuable stories like they their value comes from this because watch out for these things you guys if you think someone has your back mm -hmm. and, and that's it in the world and i'm just going to tell you guys and you can relate on with me on a personal level here if you are this trusting person that trusts everyone you are going to be burned so bad mm -hmm. and that's with friendships that's with i mean you know you have your people that you can trust of course i definitely do too but I've been burned by people that I trusted with my whole life, especially this past year. Oh, like yeah. I have been proven time and time again, facts tell me that I should build a wall mm -hmm. around me. And you know, this is a conversation I had with my therapist actually. She's like, cause I, I sometimes don't like my wall cause I don't like who I am with this wall cause I'm very guarded. And she's like, why? Facts tell you from what has happened to you that you need this wall to protect yourself. However, don't let it ruin relationships. That's all you gotta do. You have boundaries and once they're crossed, that's when you need to go. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. So right. if you have, are you working with an agency or if you go out and hire an agency, you need to watch every single thing that they do and you need to pay attention and you need to not be like, all right, thanks. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's my Instagram password. Have a great time with the future of my business. Mm -hmm. No. You need to watch every single thing that they do. If they're doing outreach under their name and under their company, mm -hmm. um, crazy banners, XOXO, you know, signing off and saying, you know, introducing themselves, I am the owner of this company and it has nothing to do with your company. Absolutely not. No. That confuses people. Well, and it's not asking too much because I think especially women, like yes. not, I mean, we want to be nice. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. We want to support other women. We we don't want to assume the worst. I feel like we have this natural, like, at, at least I just see it. The people pleasing, we want to, you know, we want to be nice. Right. You don't want to hurt feelings. I don't anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you you say that. I do. You're I'm, a softie. I wish I wasn't. Yeah. Like, it's one part about me. I do like that side, but, like, I just want to be this. I want to be protective. Like, right. gosh, I've especially learned lately, like people suck. Like they just naturally suck there. That's it. I had this conversation, another therapist conversation. Cause I just can't get over when people suck. Like I, it hurt, it hurts me. Cause it you would me. never act that way. No, it cuts me deep. And I like spend my last energy. Like I risk time with my kid. I risk time with my family. I risk time. I risk myself I risk, to be good to people. Mm -hmm. And so when people are sucky, it just cuts me deep. It like, it pisses me off and all the feelings and so you know a conversation that I, people suck people just suck and they can't help it mm -hmm. and sometimes people are so in their mental space of how they are that they don't even know that they suck i think yeah like i think they just they're born they just are that way <laughs> so you gotta get away yeah but then you know we're you know back to the like making them sign um ndas and non-competes the value inside of that is i know since you know with this one agency that we worked with since ending things with them, they have like tarnished a lot of my business relations. Not a lot. I mean, let's get real. This agency than, has minimal power. However, a few of the relationships that I had business relationships with. Ones that you wouldn't have expected to be tarnished. No, that, because I never did anything to them. Like not one thing. Right. But I've had, I've received phone calls of things that this person has told them that were absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. And then also just manipulative things that has made people not like me or want to talk Just to me or, or even do business with me it's right. actually affected it could be a lawsuit because i have actually had mm -hmm. 
oh. this person in particular that I'm talking about, they've actually have signed my paperwork. Mm -hmm. And so that could be a lawsuit because, you know, they are hurting my business by saying things that aren't true. That's called slander and defamation, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, but like, just be careful. People aren't going to have your best, especially if the dollar is so important to them and their personal brand is so important to them, more so than yours, and their job is to work on your brand. Pew! That was me running off. Absolutely. That was me hitting the road. <laughs> Imagine if you had trusted your gut. <laughs> Imagine if I trusted my gut, I would be, I would have a lot more money. <laughs> um, did you ask me that question? Because I'll go ahead and answer it. I would have a lot more money yeah. and I would be where I am now, if not a lot further, um, a long time ago. Because if I would have trusted my gut, it wasn't even that hard to trust. I knew, I knew the truth. I knew the truth. Um, I just was so invested emotionally, monetarily. I was so, I'm so invested inside of. And you had handed over a lot to this agency specifically. Mm -hmm. Like it was a point, I remember this was at the very end. Because I was paying. You were paying them so much and they were so wrapped into multiple businesses. I was paying like five figures a month. Yeah, you could have, yeah. On, I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you like this. I was paying five figures to this agency. Yes. To, so yeah, I, I handled like, so a lot. Even whenever you were ready to be done, it wasn't as easy as being done. Yeah. And that was the problem. I feel like if we can like give any lesson, this is gonna sound simple. Like don't get so invested so quickly. Trust your gut, ask, there's, Ask you the hard question. Ask the hard question because as a business owner, if you are paying someone, like there is no question that's too invasive yeah. when it's business related. And you absolutely, sorry to interrupt, no. you cannot let someone or a company or anything take over your personal content and not be involved. You can't do it. Exactly. And I think that's to the scary point, not to toot my own horn. Thank God I showed up when I did because they were, they had infiltrated that's like the only word I can think of, this one agency. One. Like you had such a, you had very little grasp on it anymore. Oh, Cause you had given so much control that even whenever I came in, we had taken back over so much. You were so scared to cut that final tie mm -hmm. because the comp like you had never been responsible for so much in house. Mm -hmm. How are we gonna handle it? How are we going to be, even though like what we're getting is shitty, mm -hmm. we're not like, it, it was off of our plate. It was scary. Yeah. It's so, like, that was a terrible place to find yourself. You lost sleep over it. Oh, there were God. tears shed. That's, I mean, I, one huge reason why I joined therapy this year, because I, this particular situation or just marketing in general, like, I know you guys are like, are you crazy? I'm like, probably I'm mentally ill, but oh. What I'm trying to say is I put my all in my business and it, at the end of the day, as much as I wish that it didn't define me, mm -hmm. it does. Yeah. And you CEOs out there are like, yep, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I wish so bad that I could separate myself from being the CEO of what I am. I, I wish so bad, it's something I pray for every single night, something I'm working on so hard. Mm -hmm. So whenever this business takes any sort of, um, hit in any sort of way, I, it's a, it's a gut punch. I mean, just last week, I literally had a stress induced illness mm -hmm. 
that put me down in the bed for several days because of just high stress and that's my fault i'm not saying like honestly we don't really have a stressful environment it's a really awesome environment um now but i take things so it's here for me because i have this pressure of i need this business to operate the way that i know that it can and i need it to be 100 percent because i have so many people's lives right here right here for me i have you guys go home every single night and you go home to your families and you go home to you know your husbands your wives and you know one bad move on my plate could take all that down right and so a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure and so i wish you know thinking back and and like you guys if you take something from me marketing is i hate to say it but there's so many important um, aspects in a business like there's so many working parts but marketing, I will say, is probably number one. It, it has it's to like be. like that trickle down. And the reason, yeah, exactly. And the reason why it's, it's, it starts with marketing is because it's what the public mm-hmm. gets told about you, perceived about you. Mm-hmm. That's why PR, marketing, and all things are so important because one bad marketing move will take you down. It doesn't matter if your product no. is bomb. No. If, you, if your reputation right. sinks, if you're... Yeah like perception sinks, no one's gonna wanna buy your bomb product. Totally. And I have so many friends out there that have, you know, product lines, that have um, different businesses and their their ideas are great mm-hmm. and they have awesome, and, and as a CEO and as a business developer, as that's what your job is, to develop the idea and then you hire the team to make it happen. And that's exactly how businesses go every single time, successful businesses. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all yourself. Yeah. You can't, you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the skill, you can't do it all yourself. Right. And so, it starts with marketing. I have so many friends that have great ideas, but then they hire these companies and they they can't they can't convey it. Convey what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if you hire an absolute expert, they should be able to convey it better than you can. Mm-hmm. They should be able to communicate with your audience better than you can. Right. And here's the thing, you have to watch every single move because people out there especially agencies and i've worked with some really good agencies all that to say because if you're like whoa have you just had some really bad experiences yes i have but i've also worked some really great amazing we just got um finished working with and finished meaning like because we've just grown to sort of other platforms inside of our marketing we pivoted as we do we pivoted we We constantly do that but we i just actually um got through uh working with an agency that i absolutely love they're Mm -hmm. phenomenal Mm -hmm. um if you are wondering who they are please reach out don't reach out and ask me who the bad ones are i'm not probably going to tell you but I because I'm just not interested in running someone's life however I want you to be careful who you work with because it matters Mm -hmm. and it could affect your entire life Um, I've seen a lot of companies or I've seen a lot of other people that have actually reached out and hired agencies that I used to work with Mm -hmm. and their businesses went under or didn't work or they gave up like you saw this like oh they're on this high and then then all of a sudden like the business is gone and you're like whoa what happened to so-and-so in their business and i'm like uh they hired so-and-so agency that's what happened and because this agency wasn't able they weren't experts in what they were doing and so that's just all there is to it and i think like for us it it hurts now when we see people working with previous agencies that we have affiliated oh, with and that's the thing it's, it's almost like it's like the scarlet letter you're like no please go like don't, but we aren't going to intercept and be like no. hey don't work we would never 
but it no. it's scary like I, it makes me sad yeah because we especially you know one of the agencies that we work with would like basically um try to poach all of our clients they, they like did and they did poach a lot of them like they for momentarily for like like a brief like timeline yeah. in the harperellas like, they still timeline, do like that group yeah has like yeah they were poached yeah definitely and then a lot of them and now have, they all hate you and then a lot of them hate me yeah a lot that's <laughs> not so all not all but i mean some that it's so it's strange like, like weird, weird how that happens weird, you know? yeah um but you know what would happen is you know a lot of people because this agency was so public you know the, the one agency that one of the million we've been talking about they would poach our customers and basically what would happen is they would either figure it out mm-hmm. and they would jump shit or they found themselves in situations like I have and invested all this time and money and have to almost rebuild like we did. Um, or they haven't figured it out yet. And it's sad. Like, I've, I've seen it a lot, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people reach out, you know, and ask about my experiences and ask about, you know, did I hire so-and-so? I don't – I'm protective of myself, my brand. I don't ever – never want to slander never want to but i do want i i love this podcast because you guys are going to have so much value from what we've experienced and, and honestly we are this is the longest podcast for sure that's going to be on this season yeah. but we could have three more episodes mm-hmm. regarding and we might we might honestly if you guys have such a great response on this podcast mm-hmm. like we may add more because yeah. there's so many learning things that we have had and you guys that are like oh it's time for me to hire an agency just a side note i'm kind of squirreling here but um maybe look to hi- i'm all about agencies i know that you're going to be like obviously she's not for an agency <laughs> um but like i said i've worked with some a lot of really great ones but when you're quoted a price mm-hmm. you need to know what is included in that price and if it is the equivalent of maybe hiring multiple employees or something like or yeah. part-time employees. Yeah, I yes. can see that being but like if this agency is charging you a lot for a little, think about hiring someone yeah. in-house because it's the best thing I ever did. And and the reason why is because I actually now have people that not only which I'm lucky, you guys, I don't know. I honestly I need to have an episode about like how how you get the best team in the world that Honestly, I think the dear Lord sent it to me. I'm just going to be honest, and I know that's not what you want to hear. So, I mean, there are some things here and there that I could give you tips and tricks on, but I have such a dedicated team to our, my brands, and I could never repay my people that I have that are so dedicated, but nothing has been better than us hiring an in-house team because I have people that I can literally look at an eye and go, because you invest so much in me, I'm going to invest in you. Right. And you don't have that freedom and you can't do that when you hire agencies. I'm just telling you right now. Right. And so, you know, a lot of you out there, maybe I'm not ready to hire an agency is your answer then. And there are great ones out there. Just do your research, reach out to me. My God, I'll hop on a five minute call with you and direct you in the right. I'm not going to hop on and gossip with you, but I will hop on and guide you in the right direction and give you the tips and tricks of what to look out for. But it's honestly, the things to look out for are there in front of your face. Like trust your gut. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If something feels wrong to you, it probably is. Yeah. It always is. Trust your boundaries. Yeah. And I think if you can establish your boundaries early on, you're golden. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And honestly, a lot of people reach out and like, what is the pricing? What's good? Uh, it's hard for me to tell you guys that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, you know, inside of my own company, I make sure my people are taken care of. I could not sleep at night if my people weren't taken care of and I'm at home, you know, hanging out in my Egyptian cotton sheets, like what the hell? So I have to make sure my people are taken care of. Um, so, but it's all about your business. You have to do those numbers. You need to get a salary for people or you need to get what you can afford to pay other other agencies from an actual educated number from your numbers. Like you need to pull what profits left over. You need to pull your own numbers, figure out what you have left over to be able to do that. But that being said, money well invested. Mm-hmm. Like hiring someone to help you with your marketing to boost mm-hmm. your business is money well invested. And it's I'll never regret, I will regret some dollars I've spent, but right now I'm in a great place. So if you need advice, let me know. And like, I'm just gonna plug class. If you're a stylist and you are struggling with marketing and you are not in a place where you can hire someone, something I love about our certification is like now in our two day certification, you and I literally sit Mm -hmm. and with everyone. We have our presentation, but we stop and we problem solve like individually with our attendees to figure out what's gonna work for them, like how they can up their game. Because I get it, not everyone can even afford to hire a half-time like freelancer, like that's fine, it's understandable. But the good news is, marketing, you can do that yourself. Like you can create a kick-ass campaign yourself, strategy, branding for yourself for free. And like, we will help you with that. We want to help you guys with that. And like, that's a major perk of coming, like working with us, like a class is, And then we help you even after the class. But oh, yeah. my goal when you come into our circle, per se, mm-hmm. our, our walls, is I want you to have access to my CMO, my strategists, mm-hmm. our copywriters. I want you to have access to how they do things and operate so that you can go implement that into your own business. And a right. lot of these things that you guys are out there paying for these marketing companies to do, you can do yourself easier and better. Mm-hmm. So More aligned with you. Yes. So you know, when it comes to hiring an agency, when you are ready is when you need more hands on deck to make things a little more powerful. So if you haven't even started the brand part, if you haven't even built your own brand, if you haven't even um, started Instagram, if you haven't even, that's your, you got to do that yourself. You cannot go to someone and go, help me become a human. Because in the social media world, you don't exist if you don't do it. So yeah. Help. You, you gotta start first with yourself before you ever even consider hiring somebody. Agree, so. and I think it's important that you kind of do the ground, like you you do the groundwork, you do the hard work, you you know, you pour your own energy into establishing your brand, your business, like social media presence before you hand it off. Like yeah. even if you're in a space now where you can't afford to hire, you need to have some kind of emotional investment in that. Absolutely, it's, it's a, an extension of your business. Yeah. Um, so if you feel like that's missing, that could be a good place to start and reflect of like, how invested am I currently? Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. And just a little plug of building your brand. If you guys are like, ooh, I need to build a brand. I haven't even started. Like, what? A, your brand is you. Little little uh, teaser. I should <laughs> invoice you for it. So let me know if you heard it. Um, your brand is actually you. Um, Aubrey and I have talked a lot about this lately. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Your people don't give a damn about the fluffy shit anymore, and me being included, like it turns me off so much when I see like these beautiful photo shoots. And I mean, like sometimes they're appropriate, you know. Sometimes they're great, but like those are 
gone are the days that those are necessarily needed in your brand um, because people don't care anymore. Like it's just the way that our social media, a few years ago, you wouldn't have caught me dead saying that because people wanted pretty. They went to Instagram to see this like beautiful layout and all this and that. Mm -hmm. But now people want real right. life stuff because mm -hmm. life is hard. Mm -hmm. What the world has gone through the last few years, mm -hmm. we just want to be genuine and real. Right. That's what makes you money is being yourself. That connection. Yeah. Like you find a way to connect and you will be successful. It's way harder marketing. It's very easy to stand oh God. in front of a camera and pose. Held your hair like this. This was my signature move a few years ago. Just make <laughs> fun of myself. <laughs> Actually, I think that's my profile picture on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes for a pretty picture. Kane's like, yep, that's your move. Is. He's like, I took that picture. Thank you. Yep. But um, yeah, just be yourself. People want to know who you are. and. And I feel like, Aubrey, I know you you don't really know this, but since you've come on, I feel like you've taught me more how to be myself. Of like, you know, you've kind of convincing me that myself's not so bad. And, it's not. And people do want to see. Yes. And, and so now more than ever, I'm actually working on that. So any of you CEOs out there are like, oh, that's my biggest struggle. It's hard. I'm, my insecurities, it's hard to show up on social media and be like, hey, guys, this is me. I just crawled out of bed. Sometimes I wonder if other people are as ugly as I am. <laughs> I am just crawled out of bed. But it's hard to be on there and let people see that. But people want to see that. They don't care. You, when you got your makeup on and you got your designer clothes on, like, good for you, girl. Tell me the nitty-gritty of that business. <laughs> right, right. And as someone who sees the analytics of, like, the times where maybe you can't show up, as much as you should which is fine like that's life like no one should live their life behind an instagram filter it reflects whenever you are able to show up and like get on your story share what's up with your life just you know be tara mm -hmm. it reflects mm -hmm. and in a good way <laughs> like it pew my I'm bank like, account for the love of god tara, please get on your story Every day. Every day. It's so I, hard. Like, realistically, you can't. I would never ask you to do that. But, like, whenever you can, it it translates. It translates majorly. to dollars. Yeah. It does. So, thank you guys for listening. This is the longest. You probably had to stop and, like, live life and revisit this. <laughs> one week to listen to one, one week to listen to one episode. But we just had so much value. We still have a ton more that I we I could get. talk about this for a year. Yeah. Because there's just so many things to look out for. And you got to be careful out there. The world's hard. Business is hard. Being a CEO is hard. Yeah. Um, marketing is hard. Marketing is hard. <laughs> oh my God, it's probably the hardest job out of everything. But um, just thanks for listening. Thanks for taking your time listening to us. I hope more than anything, our goal is to always come to you guys with like genuinity. Is that yes. a word? Sure. It is now. Genuinity. <laughs> it is now. You all know what I mean. Um, I want to be genuine with you guys and I want you guys to kind of, this podcast, the only purpose was you to get to know us and our team more and our struggles because who cares about the pretty, you know, like who, I, I'm I want to talk about 10 people seeing my freaking Instagram story and the tears I cried over right. and the turmoil. Right. And, yeah. And, you know, there's just so many things behind the scenes that I think is helpful for other people to build their business in. And we just appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Um, please give us feedback. Like, yes, tell us how you feel about this yes. episode. First, um, the first episodes, I've gotten so much great feedback. And I just awesome. want you guys to understand that I'm not really good with words. With Well, y'all know, like, the mushy-gushy stuff. Like, thank you so much. I love you so much. I, honestly, I want to respond and be like, you guys are bad bitches. Thank you so much for spending your yeah. time listening. 
um, because I really do appreciate it. You and know how valuable time is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You get it. Yeah, I do. And so thanks for listening. And hopefully thanks this for is having me, by the way. Not yeah. to interrupt. I just well, want to say, like, thank you for letting me be on here. This on was here. a dream. Thanks for being on here. I love chatting with you. Like, dream job. I know y'all are jealous that you get to talk. Like, I get to talk to Tara all day. <laughs> And then I'm her worst nightmare most days. Never. <laughs> they, which on her first episode, I listened to it yesterday, and you talked about how you were crying in my office. And I was like, I can't believe she talked about that. That was secret. Honestly, yeah. I was I worried it. when I left that I freaked you out a little because I was no, like, damn. It's I me. I love I emoting. I know. But I didn't mean to get upset. I just, like. No. And, and it, it helps, too. It doesn't. Like, I've always been so passionate about our businesses, of course, but, like, Aubrey cares about it as much as I do, which is so odd to find in someone that, you know, it's an employee and, and, but, you know, she knows I'm not going to get, I, I'm not getting the world without my people getting the world. And so I just, yeah, I, we have a lot of times in here that are hard mm -hmm. and I want you guys to know more about them yeah. and just know, because I want you to know how to cure them. That's right. not, you know, it's not about like knowing why we cry every day. You probably don't want to know that, but I want to know, I want you to, to teach you or learn from my experiences how you cure, cure the things so you can move on and be better and be bigger. So yeah. that's all. So thank you for being on here because anytime you didn't have to be. I love and it. And I just appreciate you a lot. Oh, thanks. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yay. Bye.